this universe is multidimensional. It encompasses physical realms, mental realms, and spiritual realms. There is no such thing as a three-dimensional universe. It is multidimensional. Within the preview of the Supreme Brahma lies a vast cosmological order. It may seem from the view of a human being as chaotic, (coughs) even mysterious, but it is neither chaotic nor mysterious. It follows the patterning of manifestation from the subtle cosmic mind through the five elemental forces to the physical realm. It comes from the consciousness of Paramapurusha which remains ever unchanged and as it is. But within the cosmic mind, the projections in the chitta, the screen, the manifestation in the cosmic mind, take on the five elemental forces as the gunas change their configuration. until there is the physical realm. And in the human being, which blends mind developed from matter with matter, with physical form, mind associates, but the mind of a human being is capable of perceiving far more than the physical realm because there is subtle psychic intuition in human beings. Other species also have these capacities. Even the cats you will notice watching the movements across the room you cannot see. Why? Because something is moving across the room that they can perceive, but your sensory physical eyes do not see. So Many species, not all, have, but there are those species that have this ability to see both the physical and the subtle. And cats, like humans, some see 
and some do not see. And depending upon the subtlety of the mind and the perceptual field and the genetic makeup of the body. For encoded in the genetic makeup of the body are these capacities to see in the subtle realms. That develops genetically because there is the psychic capacity of individuals and so this evolution is occurring in human beings but in other animals also. There are sensory realms unavailable to humans that are more perceivable by other species. The dolphin has the sonic ability, the whale, but human beings do not have this capacity, do not have this sensory experience. So human senses have limitations. But when the experience is not through the physical body senses, but the subtle intuitional senses that come in Manumaya Kosha, in the subtler levels of the mind, in the intuitive Atimanas Kosha, then there gains the ability from Atimanas to Vijnanamaya, the ability to see into subtler realms. For the mind grows in magnitude and parallels the physical. The co- it, it begins to merge deeper into the cosmic mind and have more of the perceptual capacity of the cosmic mind. That is the benefit of this human form. For other species may have the natural innate capacities of psychic perception and psychic communication. But human beings have a unique capacity of self-reflection. The perception, the ability to perceive and to question. Not simply to perceive, but to question. Why am I seeing this? Who am I? What is the reason for this? This questioning is the difference between human and animal realms. As mind grows in magnitude, it needs more and more structure which can afford such self-reflection. For in that self-reflection lies the ability to go even deeper than subtle perceptual fields that include a larger 
perception of what lies within the cosmic fields. But when the self-reflective capacity comes, there is the capacity to hone the mind beyond all perceptual fields to the subtlest perceptions. And so the mind grows in magnitude, goes to Vijnana Maya Kosha, the knowledge body, and there past, present, and future may be seen. All knowledge abides. But more importantly, the capacity to discriminate the real from the unreal. Without this self-reflective mind, that capacity to discriminate the real from the unreal is lost. So that is the very speciality of human beings. That capacity to say not only who am I, but to look with deep, deep discrimination. So the mind jumps from ordinary rational mind to extraordinary intuitive mind that is piercing the veils of fog and illusion to see into the deeper reality. And when that discrimination comes, the real is distinguished from the unreal. There is only the cosmic mind. There is only Purusha. There is only infinite conscious being. There is only one being, not two, not three, four, five, not millions. There is one, one. Multitudes of universes, different subtle realms all exhibit within one consciousness, one self-aware intelligence. And when the ability to discriminate the real from the unreal comes through this subtle perceptual mind, this subtle self-inquiry, the quality of viragya, renunciation, occurs. For when the real is seen, when viveka develops, the mind grows tremendously in magnitude. It becomes the perception that it becomes oriented in reality, that there is only one conscious being, one infinite self-aware intelligence, consciousness, truth, love. And knowing this, truly knowing this, attachment to the facade of form, whether the form is subtle 
or physical becomes less, knowing that all forms occur in the dance of creation within the mind of the infinite. There is only one true form, the self of yourself. That is the true form. And when through this powerful discriminative capacity, mind grows in magnitude and the real is seen and distinguished from the unreal, from that which is the dream, then viragya, detachment begins to occur. And the deeper, more steady this perception of the real, the greater the detachment. Not the false detachment of inability to love and separating from loved ones. No, no, this is not detachment. That is the practice of renunciation. The true renunciation is to renounce the dream of separation and to embrace, not because someone has told you, but because you have perceived through this quality of viveka, through this deep, piercing intellect, you have come to perceive the one eternal being in all the beings, in all the realms, lie within this. And you may love with all your heart, for love is the essence of truth. But that draw, you begin to realize, is not to form, but to what is embodied in that form, which is the infinite beloved of your heart. The one you have always searched for, in all the forms you have ever loved, you have found a little bit of that one, and so you have fallen in love. When Viveka develops fully, the realization comes, all of those beings whom I love are but the embodiment of the true beloved of my heart, who I have always loved, will always love, for that is the true self of myself. That is the safe harbor in this world. Knowing this, all forms are but the beloved. So how can you but love 
and those beings whom you have shared those moments of wholeness with, where you feel the resonance, your heart opens, you become closer to the one. But when the true discrimination occurs, the piercing depth of understanding brings you to renounce the dream of separateness. And when you renounce it, you see that all that you love is eternal, pure, undying. Forms come and go like flickering lights that turn on and off. They flicker into existence and then dissolve again. Flicker into existence, dissolve again. They may flicker into subtle existence. They may flicker into physical existence. But they come and they go within the mind of the infinite. And beneath the flickering, there is a changeless existence, the existence of truth, of love unconditional, of consciousness, infinite, primordial, pure, unchanging, being, appearing to flicker in the lights of creation, but always steady, never changing. When the perception of this changeless truth comes, the detachment that follows the viragya is a natural process. Natural. There is no strain. And it does not mean you do not love. It means that you love profoundly, deeply. That you see the beloved everywhere in those you love. Even in those you do not love, you see the beloved hidden behind the shadows. You see the shadows as part of the beloved's dance of light and shadow. In the outer realm of perception. But your perceptual fields begins to steady in this inner realm. In the truth of being. And so the viewpoint you take entirely changes. Rather than the viewpoint of the jiva, of the individual, you begin to take the viewpoint of the eternal, calm, unchanging, immortal, deep peace, deep love. 
deep truth. The created universe takes a different view in this realm. Not to be ignored, but to be loved with endless compassion and care. Not to be forgotten, but to be seen for its true nature. And out of this discriminating mind, out of this viveka, arises the form of bliss, the form of ananda, the form of the unitary whole, the form of love unconditional, the subtle body of the infinite. And so, for those who bask in this love, every particle of the universe, the breath that you inhale, the food you eat, all whom you meet are the forms of the infinite divine one. Thus, Ananda spreads through the mind and body, immersed in this bliss body, the subtle true form of the infinite. There is a natural expansion beyond form, even the form of the divine bliss to the pure essence of Purusha, to that in which the milieu of consciousness and motion has created the whole universe, back through that to the eternal, immortal, unchanged, undying, pure being, essence. This is always now, is what is beyond all forms. You abide in this beyond even the bliss body is Purusha, beyond all creation. When the form of motion and consciousness, motion and being dissolve, mind dissolves, there is only being, all this lies within you. If you want to know all, know this one.
Alright, Namaskar.